Hello and welcome to Arsenal Kids Podcast. My name is Ben and if you notice there was no intro theme, you'll also notice that there is no Maddie today and that we haven't had an episode for over a week and we are both sorry, but we've got a computer which is now toast. We were then in Sydney to catch Taylor Swift live at her Eras tour and then we had COVID hit. So we're back, or I'm back, because um, I'm in Adelaide, but just in a limited capacity today. But hello and welcome to you. Welcome to episode number 94. And in part one, it feels like it was a while ago now, but we're going to cover off the loss we had in away in the Champions League to Porto. Before in part number two, we're going to bring a smile at least to my face and I hope to yours as well as the men's team enjoyed a home win against Newcastle United to the tune of four goals to one, which is going to keep us in touch with the Premier League leaders. But before we get further, a quick reminder that if you enjoy listening to Arsenal Kids podcast, then it would mean a lot to us if you took that time to like and subscribe, rate and review wherever it is that you listen to us. We would also love for you to send us an email with either a comment or question. You can do that at info at arsenalkids.com. You can message us via Arsenal Kids on Facebook or Twitter, and we will be sure to respond to you. So here in part one, we're going to head straight to the Estadio de Dragão in Portugal, where the men's team took on Porto in the Champions League round of 16 clash. And the Arsenal, they dominated proceedings from the start of the game, enjoying more than 80% of the possession in the opening 10 minutes. But the play was all in front of the Porto rear guard as they held that low block and we could just not force our way into the box. In fact, there was little action at either end of the pitch until the 22nd minute when Porto probably really should have gone ahead. Galeno, their attacker from point-blank range, he struck the post after the ball looped up from Gabriel's block and Saliba, he was probably caught napping a little bit and Galeno, he reacted quicker but after the first one struck the post, he had no time to react when the ball bounced straight back at him as he put his second effort wide of the opposite upright. It was one of those where you really had to watch the replay to actually understand what actually happened. But it was a real let-off for us and a bit of a wake-up call. Leandro Trossard's wayward effort after about half an hour was our first shot really in anger before Saliba headed a corner wide. Kai Havertz also headed wide from a corner in first half stoppage time, but it was a half light on any clear chances for us to get a goal. The second half, though, began in a similar fashion. Porto did everything and then a bit more to disrupt the rhythm of the game with what seemed like an age taken for every set piece, every free kick, of which the referee seemed more than happy to blow in favour of the home team and throw in. It turned out this was the game with the lowest ball in play time of any of the Champions League games. Trossard then, though, had a good chance as he met a Declan Rice cross on the volley, but it flew over this time. And at the other end, Saliba and Gabriel made a couple of crucial blocks to deny promising Porto attacks. Gabriel also headed over a free kick, but we didn't make the keeper save a shot all evening. 
And then in the last minute of injury time, we conceded the only goal of the game. Galeno took up possession outside of the area after we'd been a bit sloppy and made a couple of small errors. Nothing too big, but it meant that Galeno had some more space than he'd had previously. And what he did is he arced his shot from long range. It went beyond the diving raya in our goal. And with that, pretty much the game concluded. Porto won, Arsenal nil. It was our first taste of knockout football in the Champions League since 2017. And it means that it is all to play for in the second league, which is going to be coming up at the Emirates Stadium real soon, where we can overcome that deficit and I hope do some damage to make our way through to the next round of that competition. Now, that's it for part one, and we're going to go just straight into part two of our podcast, where we now look at the game that we played in the Premier League, which was against Newcastle at the Emirates, and the boss, Mikel Arteta, he called for the Emirates atmosphere to be ramped up ahead of this game, possibly getting ready for when Porto come back to town, but the home supporters, they responded all the same by backing our boys in the early stages. And what it meant is that we completely dominated the first half. All the action in the opening 45 was in the Newcastle half. With Newcastle attempting to sit deep and soak up pressure, but it was not done as effectively as Porto did it. As both Saka and Rice, they had attempts when they fired at the goal, but they both landed in the arms of the Newcastle keeper. But then on 17 minutes, we took the lead. Although it was via an own goal, they all count. Our set piece practice came to the fore again as Saka fizzed in a dangerous cross that was headed by Gabriel. And it was actually well saved by the keeper, but only for the rebound to come off the knee of his own defender. And it was adjudged to have gone over the line. And that was confirmed with the goal line technology, meaning... It was 1-0 to the Arsenal. As you can imagine, the loudness level in the Emirates rose a bit further, and six minutes later, it rose further again as we doubled our advantage. A chip pass from Jorginho over the back line fell nicely to Gabby Martinelli, who got to the byline. He cut that ball back into space, and making the perfect run was Kai Havertz, who easily seized the opportunity to score in successive league outings. Such was our control that 2-0 probably did not do us justice as we continued to carve out opportunities, but we failed to add any more to the tally at the halfway mark. But equally impressive was that Newcastle did not even register a shot in that half. And then, when we're only 60 seconds into the second half, Havertz, He was sent through on goal, but a big chance went begging as he went round the keeper, but then put it wide of the post. The visitors, they looked to capitalise, obviously, as they then had possibly what was their best spell of the game as they fired in a few shots, but Raya was well matched to them. And then it was goodnight Newcastle as Saka, who had been on fire recently, he found the ball out on the right, He turned the defender inside and then outside before slotting the ball into the bottom corner of his left foot in typical Saka fashion. 
It was one of those shots, you know what he's going to do, but you can't stop him doing it anyway. And having scored 21 goals in our previous five league games, we were hungry for more. And it arrived just before 70 minutes when another dangerous corner was fired into the box by Declan Rice. This time it was flicked goalwards by Jacob Kivior. And it found the back of the net courtesy of a deflection. It was well and truly game over. But the travelling Magpie fans were able to cheer former gunner Joe Willock, scoring a headed goal with about five minutes remaining. But had it not been for Dan Burns' foot, the Newcastle defender, our four-goal cushion could have been restored. As Emil Smithrow, he shot. It went past the keeper. But his foot got in the way. And the scoreline therefore remained Arsenal 4, Newcastle 1. Our next game is for the men's team is coming up soon against Sheffield United in the Premier League. And for the women's team, they are in action real soon in a North London derby. And it's going to be at home in what is another sold-out Emirates Stadium. And this one is against Tottenham. And you know we're going to be covering the action right here on Arsenal Kids. But that's all for this time. Thanks for joining us at Arsenal Kids Podcast. Next time round, we hope to get our computer all fixed and our music back. But it would mean a lot to us if you would please like and subscribe, rate and review wherever you listen to us so that no matter where it is that you listen to us, we would love to hear from you and for you ultimately to share this podcast with other Arsenal Kids. We hope to join you back on the pitch again soon, but it is bye for now.